Okay, I hadn't done anything. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't want to take any, uh, I don't want to take the focus off of what today's about, but I, I do feel like that I uh, owe you guys an update. Uh, I mean, you've been just so, so wonderful for us. Um, obviously, Margaret's not here today. It was last night before we got in. And uh, with the time change and everything, it was a 31-hour day, and almost all of it spent in travel. And if you've ever done that before, you know how exhausting that is. Uh, so, but she's planning on being here Wednesday night, and uh, she, Lord willing, will be here following, yeah, every time uh, that we have service. Um, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, just to be honest, it was not anywhere close to early when we caught this. Uh, it probably had been at stage four for a year or more. Uh, but uh, that's not the whole story. Uh, and several, several real positive things, I, I guess, I have to say. Uh, one, she... Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I've been here for over 30 years, and I'm never nervous in front of this group, but I, this is probably the first time I can remember being a little bit nervous. But um, uh, her strength uh, has definitely gotten better. It's definitely encouraged, uh, encouraging to see that happen. Uh, she was in pretty much chronic pain for the last couple of months. That's basically gone. Uh, she's sleeping better than she has slept in years. Uh, the, it would take, I, I suppose, an MRI to really get a report on where the tumors are at this, at this stage. And it's a little too early, I think, for that. But the large one in her, in her arm that a lot of you have seen, uh, at least to the naked eye, appears to be smaller. So, so all that's good. Um, <clears throat> you know, Barring a miraculous healing, and that can certainly happen. I've seen it happen. It's happened in this house. It's happened to some of you. But uh, barring a miraculous healing, this is a process. This is going to. This is going to take a little while, uh, and you know that's okay because God, we, we're at peace. We have a lot of peace. God, God is is with us on this on this journey, and you're with us on this journey. Um, and it's his prerogative of how he wants to do things. Uh, when we say, I give my life to you, my life is in your hands, uh, we can either mean that or not mean that, and Margaret means it, uh, and, and I mean it as well. And so uh, there, there is one thing that I, that I would like your help with, because I know that, uh, that, you've, been, that you've been praying and you've been pouring out love and, and a lot of concern. One of the things that we learned while we were there that, that they kind of uncovered that I have seen for years really in Margaret, but it hadn't ever clicked, uh, was that Margaret has no idea when her energy level is low. Uh, she is like a lithium-ion battery. She doesn't slow down. She falls off the cliff. And uh, we need to not let her fall off the cliff, okay? And so whenever, if you see her in a public setting, hug her. Tell her you love her. Uh, that's totally fine. But in, in a public setting, uh, don't try to engage her in a, in a lengthy conversation or a, a deep conversation because she will stand there and engage with you. And, and then she'll fall off the cliff. 
Uh, now, if you get if you get to talk to her in private, that's a whole different story. But uh, you know, in a larger group, if you got questions, ask me. I'm not nearly as smart as Margaret, but I will do my best to try and give you the answers. Um, this last week, I was reading Romans, and actually, it was yesterday as we were coming home. I was reading Romans 16, and I read it for uh, I've read it scores of times. And for those of you who don't know, it's, it's a chapter where Paul is listing off names of people that he wants to say, wants to send greetings to and say hi to and that mean something special to him. And, uh, it, you know, it just hit me a lot harder than it ever has before in my life because I wasn't seeing the names Nurez and Patrobus and, and people who I don't know. Uh, I was, uh, there were names I did know, and there were faces that I did know. You know, unless you've been where we are, and some of you have been there, you have no idea how much it means uh, for people to, to pray for you and for people to, to show their love to you. Uh, but it's, it's great. It's, it's big. Um, this last three weeks, you know, we've been uh, in, a, in a distant country, where we didn't know anybody, didn't know the language. Thank God pizza is the same word in, in every language. <laughs> didn't help Margaret, but it sure helped me a lot. Uh, but, uh, you know, when you're, when, you're in a, when you're in a distant land, and that, that word, that term has morphed over the centuries, when you're in a distant land, sure helps to have somebody there with you that you do know. And it sure helps to know that he sent you and that he's with you and that he has ordained your steps. Uh, and that's what we've experienced over the last month. Uh, 2,000 years ago, there was a, a couple somewhat younger than us who had a very similar experience. And so uh, this morning, fear not, good tidings of great joy, a star is born. Welcome. Come, come, uh, sit. Make yourself at home. No, oh, just leave your things there. I'll have John get them when he gets back. Uh, come, come, I I'll get you bread. Uh, you must be hungry. Thank you. Uh, there we are. Uh, and water. I'll get you some water. Uh, I apologize. I would offer you wine, but I'm afraid John licked up the last drop before I sent him off to the market. Uh, however, 
If you like, I could ask Jesus to transform it for you. If you like. I like to think I still have a bit of pull. How do you like the bread? My mother's recipe. Jesus loved it. You know, I remember teaching him to help me make it when he was about four or so. <laughs> Flour everywhere. Oh, but you know, you may think I'm crazy, but it always tasted better when he helped me. I don't know if he did something to it when I turned my back or if he, there was just more love in it. Either way, food is always better with good company, isn't it? Hmm. You know, Luke, I am so happy you are here. They've told me that you're making your rounds, interviewing those who knew Jesus in order to write an account. I think it's wonderful. And how like him to send someone who never knew him, and a half-Greek at that. You know, we have that in common, you and I. Mm. Not the Greek part, of course, but being unexpected, chosen. We are both parts of a bigger picture in which the poor things of the world shame the rich, and the things that are not shame those that are. Are you comfortable? Um, anything else I can get you? More, uh, more paper? Ink? Um, I did ask John to, to send some, or to get some extra. For... Oh, <laughs> yes, John is quite the good son. No, he's not my blood son. Although he's so genuine and thoughtful, people think he is all the time. I suppose you could say he's the second son given to me by divine instruction. It's one of the last things Jesus said to me before he died. John, here is your mother. Mother, here is your son. He knew what he was doing. What with James, Judas, and my other children late to the way and now out spreading the gospel, I would need someone to watch out for me. Oh, he must need me too? Your kind, I suppose. Well, uh, you must excuse me, Luke. I, it's silly, but as many times as I have told these stories about Jesus, I've never told them like this before. Uh, be patient with a nervous old woman. There's so much to tell. So much that needs to be told. Where do you want me to start? Oh, of course. Where else? I saw an angel. Gabriel, the archangel, in fact. The night he appeared to me, I was on the roof, under the stars, alone. You see, my world was somewhat harsh during the day, but at night, God seemed to tuck me in 
under an ebony blanket, embroidered with silver stars, sparkling, dancing unburdened before his throne. They quieted the worries of my 13-year-old, not-quite-a-girl-anymore mind. You see, I was betrothed to Joseph then, a fortunate match, but my young heart wanted more of God, more adventure, more purpose, more than starting a family and getting by. The stars helped me surrender that. I thought if they were the same stars that Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob watched, the Lord was faithful to them, well, he would be faithful to us. If he knew all of the stars by name, he must know mine. Did you know, Luke, that Miriam means bitterness and rebellion? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The most popular name for girls my age. <laughs> That tells you something, doesn't it? (laughs) It was as if all of our parents got together and decided, let's name all of our girls Miriam, Mara, Mary, or some derivative, and then maybe the Lord will hear how unhappy we are under Roman oppression and send a deliverer like he did with Moses. (laughs) Well, it must have been my parents' idea because they gave the name to my sister and me. And as you can imagine, that got a bit confusing. Uh, Such irony... Really? All of us Marys bearing in our name the condition and cry of our people. And in my body, I would bear their hope and joy. The whole world's hope and joy. But that, that's getting ahead of myself. Uh, let me see. When I was on the roof that night, struggling to accept the mantle of womanhood that marriage would place on me, suddenly a bright light shone around me. It was as if one of the stars dove down and landed in front of me, engulfing me in its brilliance. I was so stunned I hardly had any words, but I had plenty of thoughts. The Lord wants me? 
not married yet. How? Uh, Mr. Gabriel, sir, how will this be? I've never, well, I'm a virgin. The Holy Spirit will overshadow me? So no man. <laughs> he is a God of wonders. Elizabeth. Old cousin Elizabeth is in her sixth month? <laughs> For joy! A modern day Sarah! Is there something else? Oh, oh, you're waiting for me to answer. Of course! I don't know anything about being a mother, though, and I wouldn't choose me to raise a king. But if the Lord wants me, I suppose he'll give me what I need. I am the Lord's servant. Let it be to me as you have said. I couldn't sleep a wink that night. Oh, I was so full to bursting, I ran to tell my parents. You can imagine how that went. I don't know if they believed me then or not. But they did give me what I wanted, which was a trip to see Cousin Elizabeth. And of course, being away would keep the talk from popping out prematurely. Elizabeth's greeting warmed my heart. Who am I that the mother of my Lord should come to me? Blessed are you who believed what the Lord said would be done to her. And we stood there, hands on each other's stomachs in awe. And then the praises welling up in me spilled out in song, and Elizabeth joined in. I've sung that song countless times since, and never has there been a day it wasn't true. Elizabeth's hand on me was like God's, protecting my growing belly like a shield of faith all the unique challenges my pregnancy would hold. Oh, no, no thank you, Zechariah, no meat for me. I've already thrown breakfast up this morning, twice. Is this how you felt three months in, Elizabeth? Let it be to me as you have said. Oh. I had no idea what I was getting into, but I wouldn't change it for the world. I just wish Mother and Miriam could be here. I want them to know the joy I feel, Elizabeth. Me, with the blessing of a baby, <laughs> and without having to bother with a man. <laughs> I know, I know, a man is a blessing too. 
Joseph. I don't know why I should have told him. Gabriel didn't mention Joseph, and, well, I trust that if the Lord wants Joseph to be your father, then he will be. <clears throat> and if Joseph doesn't want me anymore, then, well, I will just have to raise Jesus by myself, with the help of my family. And if they don't believe me, won't you send a letter for them when I go? There'll be no hiding it when I get back. Joseph could have me stoned if he wanted to. But God wouldn't let me die before giving birth. I'm trying not to think about it all, Elizabeth. Besides, my mind is full of better things now. Like, what does my baby want to eat? And what will make him strong? And what will make him smile? And will I be a good mother? And will I please him? Is that how you are with John? You know, I am not leaving until I see him born. Besides, you have to teach me everything about everything. They will believe. I know it. And even though I know the birth will be hard, Mother will be there to keep me calm and instruct me. And Miriam and little Anne, oh, she'll be so excited to have a nephew. And when they hold him and they hear his voice, they'll know and they'll praise God. And then once they believe, everyone else in Nazareth will eventually. Oh, oh, it's coming again. Uh, 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 no, it's fading. Ooh. <laughs> uh. Actually, I think I am hungry. Do you have any figs? I would really love a fig. Juicy, sweet, plump figs. Oh, um, Zechariah, I, uh, sorry, I forgot you were there. Still gotta get used to this, the angel striking you dumb thing. It's so amazing you saw Gabriel too. <laughs> now he has to listen to you, Elizabeth. <laughs> Elizabeth, are you okay? Oh no, I'm sorry, I didn't mean any offense. I, Elizabeth? Is that your, that's your water. Oh, oh, it's time, Zechariah. Uh, uh, I'll bring the lemon and, and I'll get hot water and a rag. And, ah, it's time, it's time. Before I knew it, it was my time. It had not come as I had hoped. Joseph had to return to his home city of Bethlehem to be counted in the census. And I was determined to stand by him as he had by me. Are we stopping here for the night, Joseph? Oh, thank you, Lord. 
help me down? Make way for the belly. I know, Balaam, I know, good boy. I'm sure it's not a comfortable ride for you either. The Lord did not design donkeys for pregnant women. Augustus in his perfect timing. <sighs> Water never tasted so good. <sighs> so that's Bethlehem, where the prophets say he'll be born. Do you think the Lord planned this before he dotted the sky with stars? Why now? No, I'm all right, I'm all right. No, no, you can't do anything. Just talk to me. I don't know about anything. Carpentry, cooking. You actually like to cook? Oh, thank you, God. I'm sorry. It's fading. Oh. Uh, tell me about uh, Bethlehem. Oh. Means city of bread, right? Ooh, bread. bread. Do we have any bread? Oh, thank you. Oh. We, we still have more for you, right, Joseph? Joseph, no. Thank you. Thank you for everything. You know, as hard as this trip is, it is nothing compared to that wagon ride back from Elizabeth to Nazareth. Oh, I was praying the whole way, worried about how you'd react. But you believed me and took the slander yourself. It might be silly, but I already miss home. I miss mother, Miriam, Anne. What if I'm not ready to be a mother? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not usually like this, I promise. It's just, I thought that uh, mother would be here and I would get to learn from her every day slowly, you know, like most girls do when they first give birth. <sighs> Maybe the Lord will be gracious and we'll stay with a midwife in Bethlehem. <sighs> Let it be to me as you have said. <sighs> oh, look, Joseph, the stars are starting to come out. We should remember this. Our lives are about to change forever. Jesus will be born very soon now. And then we will hold and touch the very fingers and toes of God. 
Oh, no, no, I'm all right. Does the wonder ever strike you out of nowhere? Look at us. Out of all the people in this caravan, and out of all the people in that city, we alone know the savior of the world is about to be born. He deserves better than this. Than us. It all seems so upside down. pray under the stars, asking God for more, more knowledge of him, more will to obey, to see more evidence of him working. And now, I know he heard every prayer. <laughs> I've spoken with an angel, and I've seen my elderly cousin give birth to a prophet, and now I travel with a good man whom God chose to protect us. And I know that he couldn't have given us any greater purpose than to parent his only son. And it's so, so, <laughs> I'm fine. It's so exciting, isn't it? And terrifying. Is Bethlehem a good place to raise a family? Will your family believe us? Will they like me? When will we go home to Nazareth? You can work from anywhere, and I can already imagine you teaching him. Do you think he'll instantly know everything? Or if he'll ever get hurt? Or if he'll look like me? Or if we're... Sorry, I have so many questions. I know you don't have the answers either. I, I just... I guess I mean to say... I'm grateful God chose you. Joseph, sleep well. Oh, the next day was a whirlwind. <laughs> Bethlehem was busier than Jerusalem at Passover. Well, you know what that's like from all your travels with Paul. <sighs> Loud, smelly. You can't walk two paces before someone tries to sell you something. My contractions became so frequent that I could not help but cry out. And poor Joseph ran out of jokes trying to get me to smile. They weren't very good anyway, but the old man tried. Oh, it was all I could do to rest my head on Balaam's neck and cling to his reins like I was to my faith, that God would give me what I needed to have his baby. I faded away into my breath, and the sound of Balaam's hooves, in, out, clip-clop, 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 all day long. Then it was night. We had found no vacancies. So the next thing I knew, Joseph was guiding me into a stable. 
I didn't care at that point, be it a bed of stone or straw, it was Jesus's time. And as we entered, a light caused us to look up. It was the brightest star I had ever seen. And I knew it was God marking the spot for me, assuring me I wasn't alone. I'll spare you the birth details. You being a doctor know how that's done. I'll just say that God was there in the company of the innkeeper's wife and her daughter, in their cattle, in the buzzing of flies, the heavy smell of dung, the wetness of the dank earth beneath my dress soaked with blood and fluid. Life is messy, Luke. Sometimes all you have for a throne is a dirty manger. The things that are not to shame, the things that are. And then he was in our arms. He had my eyes, yet not my eyes at the same time. Big, deep, full of stars. No, no, of the heavens of eternity itself, looking back at me and loving me through all my faults. Who was I that I should hold his tiny form and gaze at him, listen to him, raise him, even speak of him now? I am no exalted woman, Luke, just a servant. Let's see. Uh, the next thing I knew, Joseph was stroking my face to wake me, announcing we had visitors. <laughs> visitors. A band of shepherds made their way into the stable, kneeling upon the hard ground. And their story of angels, the heavens opening with celestial music, fulfilled prophecies that spilled out of their mouths like fine wine into a pig's trough. We hadn't been the only ones to know after all. Oh no, God was doing something so much bigger than me confirming his plan to the likes of our humble shepherds of old, Moses, David. He was wrapping his most precious gift to the world with dirty straw. Treasure this in your heart, I told myself. Treasure this moment that the Lord is showing you the inner workings of his wonders, pulling back the curtain, veiling you from heaven. And even more amazing, he kept showing me more in moments to follow. When we saw the prophets Simeon and Anna, and they knew Jesus by sight. 
Joseph's dream angel sent us to Egypt and back, saving our lives. When the men of the East came from so far away to present us royal gifts and worship our toddler. These moments, Luke, are my treasures. So many times, in uncertainty, in loss, pain. I haven't known what he's doing. But then, I get out my little box of these bright gems like the stars, and they remind me of truth, of hope, that anything is possible with God. And there are more that I would like to share with you that I believe will be helpful for your task. But uh, I think they'll have to wait till the morning. It seems I've talked away all our light. Tomorrow, my friend, we'll have fresh bread. Uh, oh, and figs. I think I have a hankering for figs. Now, uh, make yourself at home. and. Rest well. You'll need your strength to put up with this old woman and her stories for a couple days. Luke, you have undertaken a noble task. Like Gabriel, you will announce to the world, Jesus is coming. And the words you pen, I believe, will be treasured in many hearts till that day. Thank you. Oh, uh, Luke, if you see John uh, when he comes in, tell him I'm on the roof. I think it's going to be a perfect silent night. And I'd like to sleep under the stars. that we serve a miraculous God who we cannot explain. Um, I love that He is the God who makes a way where there seems to be no way. From bringing His Son into the earth, the way He does that, the way that He chose you and chose I, chose me, <laughs> both of us. Um, <laughs> the way that He does the things that, that make no sense but are just glorious. I love that that's the kind of God we have. An unexplainable God. He's too big for our vocabulary. Definitely for mine this morning. Katie, thank you so much. Mm -hmm.